Blog Talk Radio. It's like you're looking through a telescope. You see where you're going to be. Oh, my goodness. So that's why I'm making a joke about tonight. 
because we always say that we're going to. Rodney uh, had his game tonight. Yay, they won with the with the young people. But he's just getting in and was is expressing how worn out he is uh, from you know the working, coaching, and traveling this week. So we we were joking about being on for just an hour tonight. So we shall see. We shall see. But if it, if it's one that we would ever that I would push it, not that I want to, but I would push for this one because um, I tell you, Rodney, in, in in going over and writing down my God moments. It's just it, it it I needed it like it it increased it just it just shows me how how awesome God is and has been in my life um, and things that you just that I should think about every day that I literally should think about every day because they were so grand the ones that that the few that I'm going to share tonight but I have I have so many that are just so grand and it's like this was a visitation this was as if God stood before me and said I'm doing this. Um, so if there's ever one to, to, to stay on, this probably would be the one. Um but we're not. We're gonna we're gonna get off and, and take care of ourselves. Um but anyway, Rodney, <laughs> so how things going with you? Uh everything is good. Everything is good. Um uh like you said, uh uh did some traveling this weekend. My sister uh, who promotes uh she she has her own uh cosmetic line she does makeup um and she also uh makes her own jewelry um and other accessories and uh she uh did a relaunch party um um along with her birthday party uh this past weekend in Norfolk Virginia so uh we went down and uh we had a we had a great time uh we didn't uh the function wasn't that long uh, but it was nice just to see my family, and um, uh, it was nice to hang out with my uh, my best friend and uh, just just relax, really. Uh, I think we stayed up too late Friday night uh, just uh, talking and, and just, you know, hanging out and just laughing, laughing about, you know, everything. So, um, you know, and then yesterday I came back and uh, had to write a had to write a paper that I procrastinated <laughs> on doing it. So I didn't finish it and uh it was due tonight and so uh you know after school I'm sitting there typing on typing up the paper and uh waiting on the school bus to come and take us to the game and then had about a paragraph to go and <laughs> and uh so I had to stay at the school uh once we got back and finish up the paper. But I'm I'm definitely good and uh just glad to be here and uh, looking forward to hearing what what people have to say tonight. I, I, I believe that this topic is going to bring out some 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 testimonies, and uh, we'll definitely uh, look forward to hearing what what the people have to say. Okay, it's funny you say that. I thought about testimonies as I was just looking over my own stuff, and I remember being a young girl sitting in church hearing, um, and of course at the time, <laughs> you know, being young and, and kind of foolish and into your into just the, the child life, I remember also just certain people would get up and we'd be like, oh, God, we shouldn't be here another hour because you already know, you know, people, certain people are going to get up and they, they have testimonies for an hour. But I thought about how um, how much has changed. Um, and, and, and now, of course, being where I am, I think that that would be a great thing to bring back, just have those those moments where people – um, kind of expose God, like the, the greatness, what he's doing in their lives and, and the miracles. Um, 
the wonder signs and miracles that are taking place in their life. So you don't see that. I have not gone to a church for years that I've seen people get up and and testify. So uh, Mm -hmm. I'm glad you brought that up. But as far as your sister, do you have a website that we could share tonight? Does she have a website? Um, I don't know about her website, but I know that uh, uh, you can email her at uh, shayfierce at gmail.com, and that's S-H-A-F-I-E-R-C-E at gmail.com. She's also on Instagram as shayfiersmoi. I think it's S-H-A-F-I-E-R-C-E, and I'm not sure if there's an underscore or not, but then it's M-U-A. Um, I believe she does have a website, but I don't know it off the top of my head, so uh, I'll okay. definitely get okay. that Okay, okay, if you get it before her. Okay, I was going to say, if you get it before the end of the show, maybe we can give it out um, and y'all support her, you know, if you can. And that'd be great. Holidays are coming up, birthdays and things like that. So if you can, support. Uh, so that's shayfierce at gmail.com if you want to email her and, and get her website. That's S-H-A-Y, I'm sorry, S-H-A-Y-F-I-E-R-C-E at gmail.com. So, there's no, there's no uh, Y, it's just S-H-A. Oh, just S H A. Yeah. So oh, sorry, you guys. S H A. Sorry about that. And then C S at gmail dot com. All right, let me scratch it out because I'll try to support her too. Okay. All right, we're moving right along. Again, thank you all for tuning in with us tonight. Um, tonight's topic is God moments, and we're going to be sharing. Rodney and I are going to share. Uh, some of our God moments, and hopefully you will as well. Hopefully you all have at least one thing to share tonight. Don't hold back. I I, I really feel like God moments are for us, but they're also for people. It's like Rodney mentioned the testimonies. It's for others to help them in their faith. I I played the song, Go Get Your Blessing, and as it was playing, I heard, heard, heard the word saying, so you don't stop your hustle and I thought about the God moments. You know, those things are to keep us always going. It's to remind us. Um, it's a reminder from God that I'm here. I'm, I'm listening. So often, I know my question was when I was really, really seeking understanding of so many things, one question I always ask people is, how do you know when God is speaking to you? How do you know if it's God? How do I know what I'm hearing is, is not just me, you know, my thinking, my thoughts? And nobody ever really had an answer for me. And then I started to get the answer, was, which was, you will know. You'll just know. You'll just know. And, and not that you always know, because I'll say not that I always know, but I just have to trust um, and have faith and, and trust on the scripture that I'm seeking God and those who seek him find him. And, and with that, I just have to trust him wherever I am, whatever situation I get myself in sometimes or whatever situation I find myself in sometimes. I just have to trust those scriptures, that particular scripture as well, uh, for sure. So, um, again, writing down my God moments tonight was a just just a blessing, just a, a real reminder um, at a time where I feel just kind of stressed out, bombed out, just tired, just emotionally and physically, but I think the, the tired, tiredness is mostly coming from just being emotional, emotionally depleted in, in a sense. So it's just a reminder of, of, 
of God's love, I guess, and, and, and all that. So I hope, I hope, I hope that you all will get on and share one of your God moments. Um, want to remind you, if you're listening to us, if you called in uh, to listen, we will, and you do want to get in. I see that we do have a call, looks like, right, Ron? Yep, we do have a call. We'll get you in just a we second. If you do want to share a, uh, share one of your God moments, then select the number one, and we will pull you in. The way that we will identify the call is provide your area code, the area code that you're calling from, and the last four digits of that number, again, that you're calling from. For those of you who are listening in the chat room, what you can do, and you do have to be a registered follower uh, to chat with us there. So you can, if you're not and you want to, to sign on through the chat line, you can do that. You can create your own password, uh, login name and password, or you can use it, you can register using Facebook. However, just keep in mind, if you register using Facebook, it's going to show us, you know, your Facebook information, your name and, and things like that. So if you want to be anonymous, um, do let us know that in, in sharing or anytime you, you come into queue or talk to us by way of chat. So, but if you have not, do register as a follower of the show. And we have not reminded you guys of um, our trash can baby here lately that I can remember. So I want to keep that front and center and always going because realizing and thinking about your thoughts and, and, and where they're taking you, where they're, they're leading you. Uh, I read a quote last week that one one negative thought, one bad thought can cause thousands, thousands of distractions. And so it is so important to just stop and say, where is this thought coming from? Where will it take me if I act upon it? And things like that. So not, not not that we'll always make that right decision, but I think if we start to really just kind of dissect our, our our thoughts and really think about what action is this going to lead me to or is leading me to and what consequences may come come of that. So our trash can baby is this. We ask that you move your trash can, particularly hopefully one that you use frequently or visit frequently, move it from one from that place to another and then monitor how often you return back to its location. Just kind of kind of keep a chart if you don't mind if you have family, children, involve them as well. Keep something on the refrigerator, on the table and, and keep keep a log of how many times each of you return back to, to its old location. In doing that, think about how often you just do things um or accept things because it's what you are used to. It could be a job, a, a, a person in your life, bad relationship. It could just be so many things. But just take some time to reflect and say, ask yourself, why am I returning back to this trash can knowing that I've moved it, knowing? Um, we've had people, you know, share, me and myself, that they passed the garbage can uh, going to pass where it, where it is, going to where it used to be. Because again, it's just it's embedded in your mind. So, um, let's. I'll just say, Ryan, if you're okay, let's start with a caller because we know that we have some to share. So let's start with our caller um, from seven three. Real, 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 real quick, uh-huh. real quick, real quick, Tammy. As you pull in our caller, um, I just wanted to say this as, uh, uh, before we get started. Uh, one thing I have learned is that regardless of people's religions, um, for the most part, er, um, not everyone, 
because there are some people who go, you know, who say that they're atheists and they don't believe in God. But usually people who are affiliated with some form of religion believe in God. And so um, to everyone out there listening, um, this isn't about religion and this isn't about um, a particular faith, like, you know, whether you're Catholic or Christian or Buddhist or Muslim, like if you have anything to share, if you have any God moment that you want to talk about tonight, please feel free, regardless of what your religion is. I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, I believe you just pulled in our call. Great idea. Yeah, great idea. Yeah, thank you for sharing that, and I didn't think about that. Um, So we have our caller from 703, area code with the last four digits of 1248. Caller, you're on the air with us. Thank you for calling, and please feel free to share your God moment. Hello, all. How are you? Good. Good. How are How you? Are you? <laughs> okay, this is Gladys Correjera. I'm so happy, really happy for this topic. Why are you laughing? I'm not tickling you. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. I cannot wait to hear it. Okay, I've, I prayed a lot before uh, sharing this because I didn't know, like you said before, and I think Ronnie said, uh, these are just not to edify ourselves because at the moment that it happened, that's what happened to us, we're blessed. But we can help someone else. So mm-hmm. I have two that have changed my life, and they both are from 1990. And I have, them, I have them in my heart. The first one, the year 1990 was the difficult year for us financially. And one day, we kneeled down to pray. My oldest child was just seven years old at that time, and he prayed, Father, I would like to eat pancakes. It has been a long time since I have eaten pancakes. When we finished praying, I opened the door because I like to have the the air come in, and uh, there was a bag of groceries. And yes there was a box of pancakes and syrup in it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. The lesson lesson on this one is have a child-like faith. Mm -hmm. The next one, as I said before, uh, 1990 was difficult. And the summer of 1990 was devastating for our family, but especially for me. Because I will have to confess that uh, I have been an arrogant person. And uh, that summer, I applied for three teaching jobs, three. And right after I was hired, the three schools closed for business. But I didn't want to listen, you know. Because the first thing that you should say is, so why did they close? Lord, are you speaking to me? No, 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 no. That's not what I did. So the good moment came one Monday in August of 1990. The Friday before, I had been hired as a kindergarten teacher at a private school. My husband had traveled to Virginia in search of an opportunity. And I was so happy. I had found a job, and we didn't have to move to the States again. 
Monday morning, I get ready for work, and when I arrived, the principal told me that she had to close the school, that she didn't have the funds to run it. And I am just going to tell you just a couple of adjectives. I was livid, desperate, but I did one thing. I stayed quiet, but I was mad, furious with capital letters. What happened next changed my life forever. And those of you who know me will now understand why I am the way I am. When I got home, I felt so depressed. I didn't want to talk children's bathroom to went to God. Something was terrible wrong, and I wanted to know what was wrong. I was so arrogant. So there I am looking at the ceiling when my oldest child comes with a newspaper and tells me, Mom, here is a newspaper. Maybe you can find a job here. My reply, imagine it because I'm not going to tell it. Uh, And my boy leaves the room. A few minutes later, my middle child's son comes in. At that time, he was just six. And he says, Mommy, would you read the newspaper? Maybe there is a job for you, and you won't be sad anymore. How did I reach child? I am not going to tell you, but you can imagine. He left the room too. About 20 minutes later, my little girl that came in, and she was just two years old at that time. Mommy, here paper, pity please. Then I remembered Samuel and how God was calling him, and he thought he was Ali. All I want to tell you is that there was a job for me, a job offer for me on that paper. I called and I made an appointment, went to the interview, was hired, and the company paid for all the expenses from moving us from Puerto Rico to Virginia. Was a job using my counseling skills at St. Elizabeth Hospital in Washington, D.C. Was the Lord in this? You bet. The lesson that has stayed with me all these years is listen to the children. Those are my God moments that I wanted to share. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What an awesome what a, what awesome God moment. And your your kids wow. were involved in both. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know I, I why you have to listen. I think it really explains um, your passion for for working with kids. And I, you know, I don't know uh, the passion that you had be, before these moments, but um, I think that what you just shared just really explains why you're so passionate. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and just when it comes to children, you know, they they mean. Um, everything to you And so I think that those are two Just awesome, awesome, awesome uh, Moments that happened in your life and, and I'm definitely glad You know That you were able to uh, Listen to them um, I know it took a few times But mm-hmm. it, seems, it seems like It, it, it seems like it, it was just not going Away until you answered the call, so I'm uh, I'm glad that you you know eventually uh, did did take that into consideration. So yeah, that I was, tell that you, was awesome. 
I tell you, when we moved to Virginia, and six months later, we're praying again at nighttime. And one of my children said, Lord, help mommy find a job where she will be happy. This is just six months. And my ears went pop. What are these children praying about? I am not happy at that job. But we just came from Puerto Rico. What is happening here? So my own children helped me get on my knees regarding that revelation. Because why I was not going to be happy? Because it was a prison. But I was not showing it, but my children, the Holy Spirit has had revealed my children. So, so, you know, the connection is it's not mine. It's a God moment. Mm-hmm. Dr. Coretta, how old were your children? And I, I think you said it, but tell us again how old were your children at the time? Seven, six, and two. Oh, wow. Okay. And I hope I pray that someone that needed this is listening. Yeah, I was Thank I was you. just about to say that I, I was uh I wanna repeat before we move to our next caller because we have someone else um on the line. Uh I just wanted to repeat what you said um about listening to the children. A lot of times we 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 want respect from kids, but we don't want to give them the same respect that we want from them. And okay. I always tell my students that it is my job to be as respectful to you as I ask you to be to me. And mm-hmm. the same way I go in um, hoping that they learn from me, I'm also going in hoping that I learn something from them. Because Definitely. whenever you're involved with other people, it shouldn't just be a one-way street. It should be, you know what, if this is education, why can't I learn something from you? Because you will be surprised because kids are some of the honest, most honest people on this planet. So That's you will right. be surprised at what will come out of their mouths. And so don't ever think as an adult that you are too big for a child. That's right. Thank you so much, Dr. Correa. We're gonna uh, the, the the calls are starting to pile up here, so we're gonna go ahead yeah. and take our next call. <laughs> Thank okay. you so we're much excited. for getting Thank us you, started. Correa. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. All right. All right. I'll be online now. We're gonna move to our next caller from area code eight four three. The last four digits are three zero zero zero. Call you on the air. Hello, hi Tammy, hi Rodney. Hi, hi how are you? Hi, this is Nika. Yeah, hi, Nika. how are you doing? I'm good. Um, I, good. I love the topic for tonight. That is awesome. I couldn't wait to get on. Um, <laughs> I know I you have really... some. <laughs> oh yeah. Which one will you pull out? <laughs> you know what? I have to put it all under one umbrella. I think. I know that my entire life is a God moment. And I believe the the one that stands out to me the most would be knowing that my life has not been in vain, that everything that I have done, everything that I've gone through, every journey, every fall, every triumph, everything, 
has been for someone else and that my life is basically for the purpose of God. It's for his enjoyment. He does what he wills with it, and he's using it for the next person. And I believe that that God moment will also spread to someone else. So whoever I help, they will now be in turn to pay it forward and help the next person. So I believe that is my God moment when I realized that I wasn't a victim, that my life had purpose, and I was called to do what I did and to go through everything that I've gone through. It was intentional. It was on purpose. It wasn't a mistake. And I believe that my journey has been predestined. So that would be my God moment. That being said, and we'll have to pull Dr. Coretta back in because I apologize, but but we got so wrapped up in in the God moments, we forgot to have her share um, her book and how people can can get a hold of her book as well. So, Nico, will you share? Tell them them who you are and and your book and how they can purchase it because there are are a great number of God moments in in that book. Um, I know it, it, it just blessed me. That that one weekend, oh, the, the perfect you. timing. That was a God moment when when I when because I had I told you I had looked for your book. I mean, <laughs> looked for it and I thought well, somebody <laughs> has picked up my book. And when I found it, it was the right time. And I I spent the entire. I mean, I read it as quickly as it came. I read it and the entire wow. book. And so um, it was that that in itself was a God moment. So share with the audience the name of your book and how they can purchase it. Okay, um, my name is first Anika Martin, it's A-N-I-K-A, and my last name is Martin, M-A-R-T-I-N, and my book is called He Saw Me, and SAW stands for the acronym Saved and Anointed and Walks With Me, and the book can be purchased on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, a lot of other uh, major outlets. And also I found, um, actually Googling myself, I found that it's in a lot of little online uh, bookstores I've never even heard of. But I'm grateful. Um, And basically it's my testimony, and it gives a little insight on the things not to do, of course, and hopefully a little guidance to help you get through certain areas of your life, especially as women, because we go through a lot of emotional things. And God is gentle, and he walked me through a dark period. And, again, you know, to to go back into the God moment, and it highlighted all those moments. Um, You know how they say hindsight is 20-20? You know, as I look back, I see all my God moments, and God was always there. That's why I said it, it was a my whole life is a God moment because he was always there. So I can't pinpoint one to say one was greater than the other or one stood out more than the other, I believe that my life is a God moment. And I believe that Mm. each person has a purpose, each person has something to give, each person can help someone else. I don't care how big, how small. I believe that everybody has a purpose and everybody has a reason for being in the field that they're in, for doing the things that they do, whether they mentor children Adults, if they are the maintenance man, there's ministry in everything that you do. So I believe that everybody's life can be a God moment. Amen. I agree. Thank you. Thank you. Rodney, anything? Thank you so much. And I, I, I recommend the book, you guys. Please, he saw me. And, and tell them how they can uh, 
do you have a website or email you want to give out just in case they're not able to to find or get what they need? Um, my email address is writing to restore is w r i t i n g the number two and restore r e s t o r e at gmail dot com. Is it is it available uh, uh, on Kindle? Is that right? The Kindle is that how is it available where you can read it on Kindle? I'm I guess actually Amazon working on that. I'm working on getting okay. it on Kindle, and I'm working um, to get my second book out on Kindle as well. So. Okay. okay. Very Great. soon. I will notify you as soon as it happens. <laughs> Super. Super. Go ahead, Rodney. I'm going to say this uh, real quick before we bring in our next caller. Um, I think what you said, Anika, about purpose is, is, is very true, and I think that, you know, it, it is important for all of us to understand that, that we were not born for no reason, and we are not That's still right. alive without a purpose. That's right. Because the reason why we're here is to do something. And if you don't know what that something is, then it it is time to seek God to find out what that something is. Um That's right. and if you, and what comes to my mind is the story of the uh, of the of the men with the talents. And Oh wow. <laughs> there was yeah. there, there was out of the three of them, there was only one that, that went and buried his. Um, out of fear, and I think that's what keeps people from from moving forward in life and taking risks and taking chances and even even trying to find out what their what their what their purpose is. A lot of times, we don't seek greater, we don't seek information, we don't seek knowledge and understand it because we are afraid of what we might find out, and we are afraid that when we do become educated we cannot stay the same. And so I think it's easier for us to just say, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to mosey through life instead of saying, you know what, let me figure out what it is that I am supposed to be doing. That's right. That's right. And half the time what you're afraid of is nothing. Your greatness. It is nothing. I mean, you figure you go through life, so we live timidly and we have a a uh, false set of fear, and the fear is something that we build up or the actual fear of the unknown. But once you get past that and you look back, you wonder why you were ever even afraid. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say, stay stuck in that area and miss the blessings because of fear. That is true. I think most people are looking for or or the reason that we feel so disconnected or so lost and, and we continue to, to get to that point where we just experience that, I call it that in, internal nagging hunger for something mm. more than what we've already yeah. gained. Like we, it's like the, the story and I can't, I can't remember who this was, but I remember hearing a, um, um, a lady. It's a, it's a lady. And I said, which I think she just, she was the one that played in the war room um, saying that, you know, when she got in high school, she wanted to be married, or got, got in high school, she wanted to be in college. She got in college, she wanted to be married. When she got married, she wanted to have a baby. She never stopped to embrace and learn and, and, and just enjoy uh, where she was. And when right. we stopped trying to figure life out and just seek God, because what I've learned is the more I try to figure out, the the, the more I mess up. And when I just simply mm-hmm. try to seek God and allow him to lead me, guide me, and wherever I, wherever I land, 
trust, trust that I am in I am in the right place because my 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 desire for him to be pleasing that no matter what it looks like, no matter because you think about how many people in in, in in our in our great Bible that that ended up in places that will make you think, well, where is your God? Or make people think, well, where is your God? And how many mm. just went through it with such perseverance and such faith and such trust and what came out of it. So if we would just endure to the end, and that's a hard thing mm-hmm. to do. But, again, that's why I think God gives us these God moments to remind us that you are never mm-hmm. alone. And there is there's nothing that I cannot change in an instant, in, in, in a that's blink right. of an eye. That there's nothing that I cannot change. Nothing. So I think a lot of us are just searching for that purpose. And instead, we're walking around feeling like we've got two left shoes on or that we're off balance because we're not in our place. That's it. Forcing ourselves into a place that we're not ready for yet. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So thank you so much. Thank you You so much, Anika. You saw me. Uh Uh-huh. Thank you. No, thank I know I just so said much. thank you so much. Yeah. I, I saw God, <laughs> so they had me moving. I had to get in. It's great. I love it. <laughs> well, don't go anywhere. We're going to go to our next caller so we don't keep anyone waiting too long. But uh, stay with us, and if something else comes to mind, please definitely come back. I sure will. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. We're going to try. You. We're going to try. All right, we're going to go to our our next caller from area code 703. Last four digits are 3155. Caller, you are on the air. All right, hey, um, this is Dina. I guess, like, what's the question? What What is my God moment? Like, the, the moment I felt blessed or felt, you know, like any, uh, God was. Any moment you, any moment you want to share. You know, it's funny because when I was growing up, I was very fearful of God. And not because I didn't have my life. I was very blessed in my life. But I was very fearful because of what I saw around me. And I always felt like I always asked the question, why? Well, why? Why are people hungry? Why this? Why that? I was so, that always made me very afraid of God. And so I, I you know, sought a lot of answers. And I always was looking for things. And it wasn't until I had my daughter who was born with a health condition um, she had epilepsy, like, the day she was born, she started having seizures, and I was like, oh, okay, wait, 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 you know, here's what I have to do, and I focused all my energy on that, and then it really calmed me down, and it made me feel like, okay, no, there are so many other things going on in this world that, you know, I can, I can focus on this, and this will, this, this can, you know, this is my blessing, this is what God gave me, this is my challenge that I have in my life that I have to take care of her, I have to do right by her. And, and so it wasn't, it wasn't like an instant, but it was like I went into auto mode at that, at that moment. And it wasn't until recently when I calmed down, I was like, oh, okay, gosh, that was such a blessing that that happened because it just like turned my whole world upside down. I was, and it, and it, all that chaos that I saw on the outside when it was introduced into my life, it just like, it put me in a calm center where I was, I felt, like, okay, I can reflect now, and I can look, and I can see, and I can feel all these emotions that other people have been feeling in their lives. Because before that, I was so sheltered, and so, um, like, nothing wrong had ever happened. And so it was really it was really a wake-up call, and I felt like that was my, my God moment, if that's what we're going to call it. <laughs> Dana, did it, did it increase your faith? This is Tammy. Do you find that it increased your faith? 
to go. You know, at first, at first, um, I felt like it was a punishment. Like I always looked to God for why again, but it was like, is this a punishment? Did I do something wrong in my life? But no, overall, it increased my faith because at least it brought me to reading the Holy Book. At least it brought me to questioning my my mm. faith and myself, and it made me reflect from within of, well, how did I do this, or what can I better do for myself and for God to make this this situation easier on me and my family. And so, yeah, it did increase my faith, actually. I, you know, I felt very blessed, and I still do. Wonderful. Well, I think, Wonderful. I, I, I think even though, uh, you know, it, it could be looked at um, as a negative thing or, or mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you just have those people that complain about about mm-hmm. everything, um, you know, yeah. and, and nothing is ever right. But instead, um, you took something uh, that God allowed to happen in your life, and instead of being negative about it, instead of uh, let it uh, you know, bring you down uh, or bring your family down, you know, it it actually turned out to be a very positive thing for you and your family. Well, you know, it's funny because when you're in a situation like that, you're you're you either go or you or you you either go with it and you and you go into this mode of like I'm gonna fix it, and I'm gonna do this and that, and you know, occupational therapy, speech therapy, physical therapy, doctors, whatever, this, this, that, or you go into the mode of, oh my God, self despair and depression and all this stuff. And I wasn't willing to do that. I wasn't willing to, you know. Um, to bring myself down or my family down. We were so capable people to do what we could do. And, you know, it took a lot of faith for me to believe that because when you, you know, when you have a sick baby, you want nothing more than to say, why, why me? And, and just like, you know, completely self pity yourself. And, and so you really have to get yourself out of that, out of that and into, mm-hmm. yeah, into the faith of it. It's, um, it's funny too, because I was really young. I was 18. So could you imagine okay. you now? Yeah, when you're 18, you just don't know, what, like, what the hell just happened to your life. But it really did help me grow. It helped me grow as a person, spiritually, mentally, you know, everything. I, it was just, it was a huge blessing for me. So that was my 13 years of blessing, because that's, you know, my dad is 13 now. So that is 13 years of blessing, because every day is a challenge, and every day is something new. So. That is and awesome. Is Tammy, I want to share I want to share something with you, and I'm gonna to try to remember this story. And if I if I find it, if you send me a message, I'll I'll I'll, I'll um, inbox it to you. But I remember seeing a documentary about father uh, about fatherless world, and it was a family that had a child that was born um, with some challenges, and and the wife took it much harder than the husband mm-hmm. did, and it got to a point where the the wife had become really angry. With God and questioning why, 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 and and why yeah. is my, and that's, why is, is it my child normal? Yeah, it can exactly. happen. Yeah, exactly. It so, can happen. Even now, she, she even started now, thirteen question. years later. Even uh-huh. now, thirteen years later, my daughter has a speech impediment, and every time she talks, it's a reminder of, okay, she is different. Okay, there is something you know that is out of my hands here, and I could, you know, she could say even her if she says anything to me of this. Being angry, upset about it, I don't, I don't put up with it for a minute, and I don't allow myself to. Because if I, if she saw me doing it, then she would feed into it herself, and I would never want that for my children. So, I mean, it's really easy though to get angry. It's really easy to to be like, gosh, this just sucks. And 
And it could be for, you know, medical issues. It could be if you see your children, you know, are not doing well in school or if you're in poverty or, you know, there's so many things to be angry about in the world. And it's really just finding that center and finding that place where you're like, no, it could be worse. And no, we are fine where we are. And, you know, it takes really a huge leap of faith to have that. Right. What what this this mother ended up, what ended up really helping her, someone said, and I can't remember if it was the husband or just a friend. I believe it might have been one of her friends that, that she said just kind of something she said this day just woke her up. She said she was complaining about why is my child not normal? Why, you know, the normal thing. And so this person said, well, normal according to who? You are God. And it goes back to what Nika was talking about, purpose. You know, we are created for, for a purpose, a divine purpose. And who's to say, however we come in, and it's easy to sit on this side of the phone and, and, and talk about this, but, 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 but again, I want to share it, share it with you. Um, who, according to who? What, according to who? Whose norm? Whose norm are you going by, yours or God's? And so that was just a profound moment in her life that she had this idea and this definition of normal, but she was not the creator of her child. And so if you if you want, I'll find it if you want. If you think you might want to see the that part of it, I'll send it to you. You can you can email me at nine hundred one butterflies at yeah, gmail dot Yeah, I would definitely love to read that. That sounds really beautiful, actually. Okay. I love that. Okay. So, okay. Thank you. Okay. Well, super. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rodney. Anything? We have another caller, I see. So anything from you before we go to our next caller? Uh, no, Dina, thank you so much for sharing that. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Hopefully you can stay All with right. us. I know we're not going to be on much longer, so hopefully you can stay with us till the end. All right. Thank you. All righty. We're going to bring in our next caller from area code 501. Last four digits are 7657. Caller, you're on the air. Hello, Tammy. Hello, Rodney. How y'all doing? Hey, what's happening, man? Oh, not much, not much. I'm enjoying the topic for tonight. I was listening in and just wanted to, uh, I'm I'm glad y'all had me tonight. I I, I love it. All right. Thank you, Corey. How are you doing tonight? What would be your moment? Oh, my whole life is a moment. If if I told you about my about my life story, you'd be like, "Wow!" <laughs> my whole life is just uh, the the whole aspect of it from where how how I got to where I'm at, from being homeless to being where I'm at now. Just the whole thing uh, is just 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 a God's gift for not from not being able to read out of high school, and then to where I'm at now is just a gift. Um, mm. I would say my my biggest moment would be when I was in college. Let uh, me get kind of go through it. When I was in college, uh, actually, my mom was always telling me, you ain't going to school. You're not going to go to school. I, for th- two years, I was telling her, I'm going to school. I'm going to school. So one day, I finally decided I was going to go to school. I was not accepted into college. I had no acceptance letter at all. I had $25 in my pocket. Me and my cousin put our clothes in my car, and we drove to Little Rock. Now, remind you, I was not accepted in school. I get to school, get there, and I talked to lady to let me into school. So she said, okay. So now I had no scholarship. I had no financial aid. I had nothing. Before the day is over, I had two. I had a dorm room, and I was on financial aid, and I had work study. Go through the whole semester. Me being like who I am, I started working on cars. Never worked on cars before in my life, but I, I can watch you do something and know how to do it. So I would fix people's cars on the side to pay for school. So the I was, so the lady came up to me and said, "Hey, Corey, how about you? Uh, feel like for this for this scholarship? I'm like, whatever. 
scholarship, I don't qualify for that. They only give out one every year. You know, I'm like, a scholarship? He's like, no, fill out for it for real. I'm like, no. I said, people need to have 4.0 for this thing. I mean, you know, I got like a 3.2. No, I'm not the smartest cat. You know, you know me, I'm like, oh, I'm just trying to get through school. And so I filled out for it. And one day I was sitting, I was at my house, my apartment. I was so blessed because I had, it. My, by my second year in school, actually my second semester school, I had an apartment and a dorm room by the end. So anyway, I was sitting in my apartment and I was crying to God. I was done with school. I couldn't, I could not take it no more. I was done. I had no way of paying for school. I was on child support, and my I was just everything was like it was falling apart. The day I decided to quit school, I went to the mailbox, opened the mailbox up, and there was an acceptance letter saying that you got approved for the scholarship. Oh, out wow. of nowhere, <laughs> out of nowhere, you know I'm, I'm saying because I, I didn't quit school. My mind made up. I'm done with school. You know I can go. I can go get a job working in a factory. You know, cool. I didn't want to go to school no way because this was not my goal. My goal in life was to drive a forklift and have a bunch of women. That was it. That was my goal in life. I did not want to do anything worthwhile. I had I could have um, I turned down a full time scholarship when I uh, my godfather, he was assistant dean at Arkansas State University, gave me a full ride to school. I turned it down because I I didn't want anything to do with education. But that was God pushing me in in, in that direction, you know. Because I was giving up. I was like, shoot, good, I'm done. I got a reason. I got a reason to quit. And when I the day I quit, the scholarship was sitting on my desk. They gave me a full ride. For the rest of the whole time I was in college, they have to pay for a dime, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. wow, you know, that's a God moment. That's when you know what your purpose was. That's when you know at that moment. And I still fought it. I fought, and I fought it. And not until recently I fully accepted what my gift was. Not until this year, because I fought it because I did not want to accept it because it's it too much work involved in it. Excuse me, it's too mm-hmm. much. Of, I have to give up for other people to do what I need to be doing. And not until this year, I really realized that it's either I'm going to die with a lot of talent and it's going to go to the grave. Nobody's going to reap the benefits of it. Or I'm going to die giving my talent away and everybody's going to reap the benefit of it. So I have to make a choice on which way I want to go with this thing. And I refuse to go dying and not fully living. That's, that's one of my God moments. Wow, Corey. I'm sure, I find uh, out something new about Corey every time he calls in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am blessed, you know. Like I said, I, I can't complain. It's just like, you know, like when 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 I used to have, I used to have two beauty supply stores. I had two dry cleaners. I had a, a candle company and a computer company, and lost everything. Lost everything, and within two years, I was back on my feet, and it was like nobody even knew I was homeless. You know, people's like, where you been? I was like, I was homeless for two years, you know. They're like, huh, you homeless? But it was just God, it was God's way of, of showing me, okay, if you do this right, this is what you can achieve. And he gave me a taste of it, you know, and it's just it's just amazing. It's just it's just amazing when I actually use my gift, do the things I'm supposed to do, what comes out of it. Because people look up to me, and a lot of people think expect a lot from me. Me, myself, I'm like, it comes, it's, it's easy. Because it's a gift that I got from God, and I not I did not realize the fullness of it, which is weird until I met my wife. That's when I realized the fullness mm. of my gift when I met my wife. And I ain't talking about oh, the day man. I saw her in the white pants when we were young. I'm talking about the day that she became my wife, and we actually became, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I, 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 I saw my wife. For real. I can tell you she had some braids on her. I remember the day that I knew that was going to be my woman. 
I remember the day. Oh wow! <laughs> I remember the day. I know. I, I remember the day what I was doing right now. I remember where I was at. I remember exactly what she looked like. I remember what pair of pants she had on. And it took us nineteen hey, years man. to get to. It took us nineteen plus years to get to the point of where we actually said we're going to do it. From that day, I saw her. <laughs> man, well, yeah, love. Wow. You, you remember all. You remember all the things that that uh that that, that most people don't remember. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I totally agree, man. It was, that was a guy's moment because the day that I, I got my wife, the day I gave up on my wife, is the mm-hmm. day that I got her. I chased her for nineteen plus years. Nineteen plus. Years. I remember right now. I chased. I went to my chases. I waited through the marriages. I waited through all the boyfriends. Every woman I had, I compared to her. And the day that I said, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm tired of waiting. The next day, we decided to get married. Man. That's a powerful testimony, yeah. brother. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm blessed. <laughs> I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm, wow. I'm blessed. I do, I, I do want to say this, Tammy. Um, I do want to say this. Uh, I, I, I know I don't know Corey as well as you do, but um, every time Corey calls in, it's always a blessing. And, and, and I, I, too, always learn something new uh, about him, and, and it's just, uh, more impressive um, every time I get to talk to him, and 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 he's somebody who's full of full of knowledge, and he's full of wisdom and and understanding, and and, and you know that part of it, you know, he was just born with it, and then the other part, you know, you can tell that that he's had some some experiences in life. Uh, to what extent, you'll never know unless he tell you, but you definitely know that uh, that he's had some experiences in life. Thank y'all. Really, man, y'all I, don't know how much I, I look I up agree. to y'all. I agree. Yes. You know what else, Corey? When you talk about how um, you fought it, it it's a, that's a reminder of, to me of how people, when when you have, when you've been assigned, when you have an assignment, when you have a calling upon your life, it's got to take place. And so you could take the long road, you could take the river, you could decide, you could try to fight it all you want, and that's all you're doing is fighting it because it it, it has to come to pass. Well, however that may be, and whatever you decide, however much you decide to go through, um, and that's just my opinion, and that's how that's how I look at Corey. Like you, you could not get away from these things. At the same time, all that you've gone through is such a help to people like us. Like hearing you talk about. Um, all the things that you share, you all that you've gone through will be able to help somebody. God can still take our mess and just help someone get through Amen. whatever it is that they're going through, whatever it is. And that's why times like these, sharing these God moments to me is just amazing. It's like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. You know, he's saying, I'm here. I hear, I hear you. I see you. I know you. I created you. I am in this day. I am in in everything that goes on with you. We've heard some amazing stories tonight, and and I agree with Rodney. Corey, every time you call, you're just a blessing to to us. So, I, I appreciate thank it. Thank you. And I do agree. This this moment, this this to me, this is what humanity is really about. Because it's not about who we follow. It's not about how we follow. It's just all about God. It's just it, it, in in the entirety purity of it. It's just about God. It's nobody right. saying I'm, I'm this, you know, I've, I've been taught right. this, I, I read this. It's just saying how good God is. Regardless of what you call it, regardless of how we see him, but at the end of the day, we all talking about God. 
And it, this is a beautiful. If we could do more of this, oh my gosh! Just imagine how much how how much love would be in the world. How much more pleasant <laughs> we could be toward each other. I'm out because you know it. It would just be a, a powerful thing. We just set aside a time and just say, look, let's just talk about how good God was to me. And let me share to you what God did for me, and then we just listen. Oh my gosh. I'm enjoying this. I don't know about y'all, but this is like one of them nights. I'm like, oh, I'm in, I'm in tears. This is like, yes, about time. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, man, yeah. that, that's how that, that's how we try to roll, man. Y'all doing it, man. Y'all are doing it. I'm, <laughs> y'all are blessing to a lot of folks. Y'all just don't realize how much y'all touch a lot of folks, especially me. Hey, man, we 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 appreciate that. And I, and I want to say this, uh, Tammy. Um, I know we're we're winding down here on the show tonight. Uh, we're going to be getting off here pretty soon, but uh, I do want to say this um, as as we bring Dr. Coretta back in to uh, talk about her book. Uh, that even when I think about Dr. Coretta, uh, and I may have said this earlier, you can tell when people are are genuine, and you can tell when people are. Are who they say they are, and and and, and who they represent. Um, you can always tell uh, that there's more going on on those people on the inside, and Dr. Coretta is one of those people. And so, hearing her share her testimony tonight, again, I would have never known that if she hadn't shared it. But you can tell that she has been through some things. If you know her. And you can tell that that she's been some places and has a lot uh, to offer and is willing to offer it. So we're going to bring Dr. Coretta back in here uh, to talk about her book uh, so that you guys can uh, support her and uh, go and purchase it. Dr. Coretta, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Thank you again, (laughs) Tony. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, my book is The Truth About Homework from the Student's Perspective, and you can purchase it at lulu.com, at Amazon, at Barnes & Noble. Uh, It's also in the Kindle Kindle format. So uh, I think that's, that's how you bought it, right, Ronnie? Uh, yes, I downloaded the the, uh, the Kindle version. Mhm. And uh, if you have questions or you want to book me, let me tell you that the conference in South Carolina was awesome, and so I have other data to add, another state to add to what we were talking last time. Uh, you can email me if you have questions or anything at the truth about homework at gmail.com. And the book, for those who are listening and don't know about the book, is a study about what the children think about homework. And I know many educators will say, oh, they're going to say they hate homework. They do not. So uh, <laughs> if you want to... Know the truth about homework from the children's perspective. That is the title of the book. I'll appreciate that. Thank you so much. I Thank want to you, piggyback Dr. on what Rodney said. 
Rodney, what you said about her, I, she, Dr. Peretta just feels like I've known her forever and a day. Like, I literally could see myself going and sitting on her front porch. I don't know if she has one on the back porch. Or just in her living room, just talking all night. Like, just just talking all yeah. night. So you They're are really you an inspiration. You really, really are. Oh, thank so you. Keep, keep up the good work. Keep up the good work. So, thank you, ma'am. Thank I'll you all. Hard. <laughs> Now, Rodney, I have a bet going on. I've gotten some texts in, so i got to keep you past 9 o'clock because some people have texted me that, that we will go on more than an hour, stay on more than an hour, so i got to keep you to at least 9.01. <laughs> well, I, 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 you, you, can do, you, can, you can do whatever you like, but, but Rodney here is... Uh, <laughs> Is getting ready to take off. <laughs> okay. Five no, more but, but seriously, this has Five been a this has been a this has been a blessing though, and uh, and I definitely agree with Corey on that. And uh, in, in this last five minutes, uh, Tammy, I think it's important for um, as as we close out the show for you to share uh, yours, and, and and then I'll share, and, and then I'll share something uh, before we get off. Oh, I don't know where to start with mine, but I, I will share one. And what I wanted to do also, you guys, because I'm not sure if everybody was able to. What what was the motivate? What motivated me for this topic is um, an article or a story that I read on Facebook from the page Love What Matters. And I want to read that. I'll be brief, and then I'm going to share. Um, I guess one of my favorite God moments. I'll pick one. Um, but if you've not seen this, go, it's on my page, um, or you can go on Love What Matters page and read this. But it goes, a couple of days ago, I was standing in line at the bank. A young girl, college age, was behind me with a mason jar, one-third filled with coins. I commented to her that she was supposed to wait until it was completely filled before cashing it in. She said that she didn't have any money in her account and that she had to cash it in now. It probably totaled $5. I remember being a poor college student myself 30 years ago at BYU. So when I got to the teller, I told her to withdraw $50 from my account and when the girl came up for her transaction to see to it that my $50 was deposited into her account with her coins. The teller asked me, why, do you know her? I replied that I did not, but that it seemed to me she needed the money more than I did, and I was just paying it forward. The teller told me that, the teller told me that was one of the nicest things she had ever seen. I left feeling good. Secretly asked my Heavenly Father to bless both the young lady and myself because I have bills too. Tonight, at the end of my work week, my last customer was the answer to my silent prayer. Their dinner check was only $49, but they tipped me $50, the same amount that I had given to the young lady earlier this week. They tipped me not u- not the usual 18 to 20%, but a full 100%. Someone paid it forward back to me. Karma. I felt blessed. Remember, pay it forward. Paying it forward will eventually come back to you. Everyone 
have an awesome week ahead. And that was because I had a totally different topic set up, totally, had already did some research. And I just, it, this letter, reading this, reminded me of how many times God has said, hi, Tammy, I'm here. Hi, Tammy, I'm here. I just, all these things just started going through my mind about how, how many times God has, has pulled me out, pulled me through, um, and just, I'll say just saved my life. So I'm probably going to share the one that that kind of, you guys have heard, and I, I have many. We'll have to do this again because this has truly been a blessing. But um, I had Brandon um, pretty early at the age of 21. I was a single mom. Um, I was that, that, that girl who said, I never wanted kids. I don't want anybody. Never wanted them. Nonetheless, Brandon is here. And I I remember the time in my life where I, I just was so done. I was I was just so ready. I was ready to tap out. I was just so done with life. And Brandon, the child that I said I'd never have, never wanted kids. And and I'll be honest with you guys, I don't I don't know what my decision would have been had I found out Sooner that I was pregnant with Brandon, and I'll, I'll just say that to you honestly. I was, I was almost five months when I found that I was pregnant with Brandon, to the point where I said, "Tell the doctor that you're gonna have to do that again. I am not pregnant." I mean, and not to get all into it, I was still having it. Everything was still the same with my body. I had no changes in my body uh, physically as a woman. And so, as I thought about, and I would go back and think about the night or the day that that I was just ready to tap out of this world. I just thought, if this is it, I'm ready to go. I want no more parts of it. And I, I know that I know that I know that God wasn't enough for me that day. I wasn't enough for me that day, but that young man was. Brandon was enough. And the, his, his, his action, without me saying a word to him, without my thinking, no one knew, and you, if you've heard, if you've been on the show, you've probably heard this story. A little note came under my door, in my my bedroom door, um, a folded note. And when I got up to go unfold it, it all it had on there was "I love you, mom." I love you, mom. And it was a heart with an arrow drawn through it. That's what snapped me out. That's what snapped me out. That was that was a God moment for me. And so maybe we'll come back one day and, and we'll share some more of these. Maybe we should do testimony night once a once a month or a quarter or something because this has just truly been a been a been a blessing. Um and I thank all of you for, for sharing and and just, just opening up your life because again, it's not just for us. Those moments are not just for us. They're for, for people, for others to hear about our God, our amazing God. So that's my God moment. Rodney, to you. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I probably could stay on, Tammy, uh, until 11 o'clock Eastern time. I already got uh, my money I, now. You can get off because I won. Well... <laughs> 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 We're glad that you won money, uh, but, since, but since since we are a team, just remember, I get 50% of that. <laughs> uh, 
But as we as we close out the the show tonight, uh, before before I share um, uh, my moment with you guys, um, I do want to thank everyone who um, not just called in or listened um, online, but um, contributed to the show. Uh, we've definitely heard some great things tonight, um, and I'm just going to close it with this. Um, Tonight I had a uh, a basketball game. I coached eighth grade basketball here in Manassas, Virginia, where I live. And at halftime, the score was forty-one to eighteen. We were winning, and we went in the locker room. Actually, let me back up. The score the score was forty-one eighteen at halftime, but with a minute uh, to go. Um, in the second quarter, um, because we were up by so many, I just pulled my star players out, and they never went back in. We went in for halftime, um, came back out, and um, you know, it was it was just a blessing for me uh, to see guys who hardly ever get to play get a chance to play. Um, but not only that, to to watch the the guys who um, who are the stars, um, to watch them encouraging um, the guys who aren't as talented and, you know, hoping that, um, you know, they would score points and, you know, just just being good sports about it. And so after the game, um, we always go into the locker room, and, and the game wasn't at our school. We had a different school. And so we always go in the locker room. And then I come back out and I stand at, at midcourt because a lot of the parents, because the kids are in middle school, a lot of the parents like to um, take the kids home so that way, you know, they can get home at a decent time and uh, get something to eat and do the homework and studying whatever else they need to do. And so I always stand at midcourt. And I saw this guy walking towards me, and I didn't recognize the guy. But I said, maybe he's, you know, Maybe he's just somebody, you know, maybe he's just a parent that I haven't seen. And so, you know, as the guy's walking to, walking towards me, uh, you know, I said, uh, you know, hi, how are you doing? And he said, good. And he shook my hand and I said, who are you signing out? And he said, um, my son is actually on the other team. He said, coach, I just want to, I just want to say thank you um, for not running, for not running up the score upon us and for pulling your best players out of the game so that our kids would have a chance to to be uh, to play a competitive game. And I didn't I didn't really say much after that, you know, I just told them, you know, we're we're here to make sure that all of these kids have a have a chance to play and uh to make sure that everybody has a chance to get to get better. But it was just a good reminder for me that no matter what you do, Somebody is watching, and that man was going to approach me tonight one way or the other, and I'm so glad that I'm not the type of person that does cruel things like run the score up on people just because you can and so that you can go and brag, because I know a lot of coaches who do that, and to me, you're not helping anybody get better, and these are kids more importantly, and what we should be doing is building their confidence and building their self-esteem. And so, again, I will say 
somebody is always watching you, and you never know who it is, and you never know what they're going to say or what they're going to do about what it is that you're doing. So keep that in mind, and I'm going to finish with something that I always tell my students. Kids always want to know what you're going to give them. Mr. Jordan, are you giving us some candy? Do we get extra recess? Do we get to play games? And I always tell them, no, I'm not giving you anything. Do the right thing just because it is the right thing to do. And that's what I want to leave with you guys tonight. No matter what you're getting in return, always do the right thing just because it is the right thing to do. We hope that we'll see you uh, you guys here next Monday, same time, same station. Tammy, I will be on spring break next Monday, but I don't think I'm going anywhere, so I'll definitely be available. But I, I will not have class, I will not have a basketball game, and I will not have to work. So I should be well-rested uh, for next Monday's show. But thank you guys uh, for tuning in with us tonight. We'll see you next Monday, same time, same station. Good night, everybody. Good night.
Like fighting with gravity And it's bringing me 